Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? Devin Nakoba. How day? Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of all the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. And you can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to listen to the podcast. Devin, when they're there, what do they do? You need to give us a rating of five stars. If you don't want to give us a rating of five stars, that's totally fine. But then don't worry about giving us a rating. Exactly. Thank you. If you'd like to help get on the show and have, uh, or not get on the show, but you have, like to help the show. <laughs> if you want to get, get on the show, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah <laughs> we're at some point in time, we're going to run out of guests. So, yeah, you know. yeah. Just let us know. Yeah. Please go to patreon.com and donate. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and donate there. You'll be more involved with the show and help determine who and what is filmed. Uh, I think we may have had a new Patreon, but... Oh, dude. I don't have the name Seriously? on me right now, but there was there was one. We're sorry, new Patreon person. Thank you, though. Thank yes, you. Thank you. I, I will get your name. Sounds going to get it. The bu- uh, the important thing is you're going to get a shirt. So that's right. Everybody By the way, gets a um, shirt. did you see Tavana's new video? No, he's wearing the shirt. Really? Oh, no way. Thank you, Tavana. Oh yeah. man, that's awesome. So thank you, Tavana. Okay. I saw the video. <laughs> I felt so bad because I wasn't even paying attention to the song he was playing. I was just like, he's wearing our shirt. <laughs> I was all excited. I wanted to write back to him like, thanks for wearing that shirt, bro. And I was like, wait, then that means I wasn't listening to the song. Sorry. Well, Tavana is, is the man and, and he is. he's a good friend he'll, of the show. He'll get so, a laugh on so thank you. Yes. Time. Uh, Kupu Kupu Landscaping, Landscape Architects. Uh, call Kevin Yokomura, 808-722-8685 for a free estimate. KupuKupuLandscaping.com. I've actually passed out Kevin's name a few times recently, so he's probably a busy guy. Good. Uh, Fort Ruger Market. Today, I've had the spicy ahi bowl, which our guest also had. The spicy ahi bowl, they have this fish-like flavor to it that's beyond well, it the, is the actual fish. No, no, beyond <laughs> the ahi. It's like the... Um, it's like the stuff like you the sprinkle on rice. Oh, like furukake? Togarashi or? Yeah, maybe it's got that like that kind of taste, you know? Okay. It's interesting. Really is it good. spicy or is it? It is spicy. Okay, then that's togarashi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can find Devin. Kumu, 94.7. You can go to how, how, <laughs> highlifeclothing.com <laughs> for Kyle's uh, shirts and then uh, locationshoy.com. Oh, you Kyle, take a week off and it I know, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Screws me up. Jeez. Hey, by the way, you're doing something with the Little League guys, right, Kyle? Yes, we are. We have a fundraising shirt um, to help out the expenses for the family and team. Hmm. Uh, you can go grab it at highlifeclothing.com right now. So all proceeds from those shirts are going to the, yes, the Little League team? Yes, proceeds go to the family and kids. Okay. It's, it's very expensive yeah, to it's be super on the mainland expensive. for a month and not yeah. have work. And yeah, dude, I, I was surprised because I talked to my friend who's one of the moms, and I thought they would have like corporate sponsors or something that would pay for everything. And she's like, "Oh no, we could use we could use the help." Yeah, <laughs> she's pretty she's pretty uh yeah. clear about that. Parades are nice, but um, money would be better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're actually gonna have Gerald on at some point in time. Yeah. Hopefully, I talked to him and he was interested in coming on, so mm-hmm. that'll be fun. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, so our special guest today is Mr. Ben Vegas. Hey, 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 how's it going, guys? How's it? Ben, uh, let's see. Well, how can I introduce Ben? He is a... A um, legend in his own mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to use the word legend, but then that, that kind of lends to say old, but... Uh, That's okay, I'm I, old. <laughs> I don't know, man. You, you, you defy age because I've known Ben for 20-something years, and he looks yeah. pretty much the same as he always did, but... Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, how do you do it? Are you you on some kind of like a I try to eat hy- right. I try to chamber. Lots of water. Hydrate. Of water. Hydrate. Hydrate. You have to. I mean, I, I will tell everybody: make sure you drink enough water. It it really makes a big difference. Do you slow down towards the end of the night? Because if I drink choke water before I go sleep, I'm not sleeping already. I'm going. I'm up every ten <laughs> minutes. Shishing, you know. Oh, that, there you go. Well, that that's what keeps me uh, thin. <laughs> You're exercising at night. <laughs> never run to the bathroom. That's the only time I get my exercise. There you go. <laughs> Drink the water and be as, cl- as far away from the bathroom as you can, and you gotta get the exercise to go back. Well, I look up to Ben because Ben is one of these guys. He can play. He's a guitar player. I'd say first guitar player, singer, but he can do acoustic stuff. He can play electric stuff, like any genre of music that you can think of. He will come in and and uh, and do. So I guess maybe we'll, we'll start with the. Where did you learn how to play? Like where, where did you start? Um, actually, I started off on ukulele, which was um, at the age of five. I started playing ukulele. And then I kind of graduated to uh, electric guitar. My mom gave me my, gave me my first electric guitar. I remember it was at the Ala Moana Shopping Center. You know, House way back music? then. Way, way, way oh, back. before. So no, this, this was at Ala Moana Shop. I mean, uh, over at the uh, uh, Sears. Oh, and that's where I got my yeah. first electric guitar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I remember my mom telling me, you know, I'm going to only get you this guitar. And you know what? I'm not going to buy anything else. You know, if, I'm going to see how serious you are about music. If you're not going to, you know, continue on, you know, I'm not going to buy any more stuff. So wow. uh, that was my first electric, electric guitar. And uh, so I got that and I got a, um, a silver tone amp. I'm really dating myself now, yeah. It was like, uh, I think way back when the state bird was a pterodactyl. (laughs) (laughs) Way, way back then. But no, it's just, um, yeah, so at about the age of 12, 13, I started playing electric uh, guitar. And then uh, you were you came up in what days? Like you, you were at Greg Greg Sardina. Greg Sardina, yeah. They we all graduated from Kamaki High School. So this is all Kalapana days, right? And all and that. Maggie used to come over to my house, and we used to okay. wow. we used to write songs what? together, just play music, and hang I out. See, I kind of remember. I kind of remember having this conversation, well, but with Greg, he would yeah, talk about and it. Greg yeah, okay. and I, so we, you, we did. You, yeah, we always we all grew up together, and so yeah, Maggie would I would you know either go over there or he'd come over and we'd we'd start you know. Make make believe we're like superstars writing songs, you know, horrible songs. Was it all rock mm. music back then with electric guitar and that influence? Yeah, it was. It was. It was more. Yeah, it was definitely. You know, it was funny because um, we played Mike Kaava and oh, Greg, wow. yeah, Greg Sedina and myself. We had a band going on, but I remember Mike Kaava's dad was like, "You guys need to play Hawaiian music," yeah. you know. Yeah. So he went that way, <laughs> and we went the other way, and so. Um, you know, and Greg, of course, a m- monster, uh, talented. He plays steel guitar, guitar. He plays everything. But um, yeah, so that's what we ended up doing, playing music together. Our first group was called the Signs of Love. Whoa. So that's a typical, you know, 70s yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Yeah. song. Yeah, what did you guys play? Like a bunch of Doobie Brothers and we did, Eagles and stuff? We or? did. No, we went even before that. We, we was we was doing songs like from The Doors. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, doing um, uh, a group called the Seeds, the, the, the way back, you know. It's it's uh, the animals, all those. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really dating myself now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that's what we uh, started off doing, and then um, 
I played electric guitar all the way through. And, and you said when we were sitting outside, you say you don't read music. I don't read so music. So this was all just, okay, what, what, what chord is that? Like you just hang with I uh, just, throughout the years, I've, I've know what they sound like already now. So I can tell you, oh, that's a minor seven flat five. You know, I can, mm-hmm. I can you know, but if I look at it on a chart, you know, I don't know. You know, because <laughs> I can't read those notes. You know, if you ever want to turn my volume down, just put notes down. You know, put a chart in front of me. <laughs> I'll just turn down. So, how did you learn then with your your first electric guitar? Just by ear, just listening. In fact, it's a funny story. Um, when I first started playing, I was playing, and my friend goes, "Oh, let me show you some chords." And the thing was tuned all wrong. Oh, so oh. but I played the right chords. I played like a G chord, and it would be like, my friend goes. This thing is tuned totally wrong. <laughs> I have to kind of re- relearn again. Oh. So you're learning chords with the wrong tuning. Basically. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Long. I could play like you play a regular G on a regular yeah. 440, you know, tuning, and I I would I would play it with the wrong tune. I don't know what I had it tuned to, but it was I, I had the fingering, <laughs> you know, like big, you know, spread out there, like <laughs> what kind of chord is that? I'm like I don't know. <laughs> my fingers do this. But yeah, wow. so I mean that's 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 how I started, and it's always been by ear. I I I always um now when I teach some of these the, the younger kids, uh, either ukulele or guitar, um, I tell them I said something that I don't ever want them to forget is this, you know, music is ninety percent listening and ten percent playing. I said I know mm. a lot of ninety percent players and the ten percent listeners. They can't play with anybody but themselves, mm. you know. So I tell them, I said, get to listen to what a person is playing. Try to grasp what they're playing and 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 go from there. Let that be your foundational start point, and that way you can, you know, you utilize your ears. And so I would make them, you know, I turn around and said, okay, find this note, ah. you know, and I make them use their ears. And uh, yes, I've seen a lot of them grow up and become really good guitar players. Like even my nephew um, Taz. Oh, yeah. Taz! He's, he's amazing. He's yeah, yeah. He's, he's really really good. And I remember him when he when he because that's, that's my brother's son. So and uh, you know he wanted to learn, so I tried to teach him as much as I could. So you know, people like Taz and like Mackie and stuff. When they, when you first met them and seen them, did you see some type of gift in them that you knew oh, that immediately? Yeah, you, you can tell, you can definitely tell when if they're gonna go, and and gonna grow with what their their, their passion. You can tell that's a passion for them. Mm. You know, it's like even like Bruno Mars when when uh, that's John Valentine's um, mm-hmm. nephew. Uh, nephew. Yeah. He used to come watch us play every night when we were playing at the Sheraton uh, uh, upstairs. Um, John and I were playing. He would be coming in. He would, oh, how do you play this chord, Uncle? Teach me this, you know. But I, re- you could tell already that guy was going to be a superstar, guarantee. Mm. There was no doubt about it. He was just so talented. I mean, of course, he's doing a little El- Elvis stuff. Yeah. But yeah, you can just tell when you look at people and what they put in into it. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, when it's when it's a passion, it comes out. You know, as that when when they perform, you go, oh yeah, this person had it in them already. So it's not something you can you can learn only so much. But when you're gifted like that, it's it's just it's part of breathing. Like you never think about breathing mm-hmm. until you think about it. So mm-hmm. It comes so natural. So did Mackie just open his mouth and sing, and you're oh, like, oh Mackie, my goodness, Mackie was crazy awesome. You know, when we we would just jam, 
when we were we were so young, and uh, <laughs> I mean he was you could already tell he was going to be somewhere really special, you know even in his uh, early writing, he his melodic lines were like, you know when I I mean I never thought about it back then but when I you know re revisit some of the memories I'm like man he was crazy melodic lines he'd do for for his melody lines. I'm like, wow, cool. So you were there when he wrote like his solo stuff? No, no. This was way before that. Oh, oh, kids. Way, so, we were yeah. we like 14, kids. 15 years old. Kind. Oh, yeah. 13, 14, yeah. yeah. yeah just, yeah, 15, yeah. How did you find your voice? Because if you got Mackie singing next to you, it's kind of hard to go, <laughs> oh, yeah, I can sing too. Truth be told, I never wanted to sing. That was the last thing I wanted to do. I just wanted to play. Mm. And uh, I didn't sing. Um, I didn't really want to sing. I only sang because it was a necessity. Um, when I finally decided I'm going to play music and make it a career, that's when I started singing. So I would say um, 18 years old is when I started really? singing. Really? Yeah. I mean, I would, I would sing, but I mean, that's why I can do Jerry Lewis so well when I do his voice, because that's what I used to sound like. My mom used to send me down the river, you know, <laughs> and then I start singing, she's like, go. <laughs> well, you, you do have this kind of unique voice. Uh, it's very uh, raspy. Yeah, uh, so yeah. What, what, you're, are you a chain smoker? No. <laughs> uh, story, um, when I was living in the mainland, and um, I got... I used to have a really, really, really high voice. Um, I used to have like a four octave range. Okay. I had falsetto. I don't have a falsetto anymore, but I injured my voice uh, oh. completely and couldn't sing for a year and a half. Period. Was it from too doctor, much singing? The doc, I got I got a cold, a real bad cold, huh? and the doctor said three months no singing, but I kept playing and because I play almost every day yeah. with the band that I was with back then. Um, and then we'd be playing, and, and I just pushed my voice to the limit. And one, one day, a little chunk of something came out, and it was never the same. And so oh I, I had to stop for almost a year and a half wow. to not sing. And um, so I had to redevelop my singing. And so this is the voice I have now that I, you know, that that I sing with. That is amazing. Because, okay, so, sorry, sorry, I'm going to go off on a little no, tangent sorry, because yeah. this, this speaks to me on a, on a visceral level. So you probably have vocal nodes or something. I do. Yeah. And they, they said, you know, you want to take them off? I said, no, nah, I don't think so. You know, I'm like, this is my sound. Yeah, you know? yeah it, it, it's, it's your, it's it, funny. It makes your voice so unique. In this, but you can still belt crazy notes out of this thing. Yeah, that, I, can, I can. So I was always told that if I, if I sang too much or whatever, I'd get vocal nodes. And once you get vocal nodes, you're going to lose your range. And over time, your voice just deteriorates. But... I don't know. I mean, it, well, uh, you've been going for. Like I've been going for many. Uh, 50, 50, This is going to be fifty-four years. Oh my god! Professionally, wow. so it's going to be a you know, and uh, uh, well, fifty-three. I'm sorry. And then um, so yeah, it, it's my voice, my natural voice. I can sing higher now than I did ten years ago. Wow. Mm. Huh? You know, even like when I was at five oh five. I can s sing higher than, you know, because I still do a Puanani. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I did it with 505, that 
it used to bother me singing that song, and I used to think to myself, what did I create here? <laughs> you know? Well, the imagination yeah, up, dude. There's very few people who can actually do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not without ripping your shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I bleeding? You know? But no, it's just, but, but now, so now, now, it doesn't you do, even, you just it, is, it, it doesn't even bother me. What, wow. do you, what do you think the, the thing was that could make you sing even better now at a different, regi- a higher register? Um, You know, a couple of things. I, I never, when I'm singing, I never think about Oh, it's too high. I'm like, okay, it's almost like jumping over uh, a creek. I'm like, I can make it over this thing. And so I'm not even thinking about hitting the water. I'm just thinking about hitting the note. And I'm going to hit the note. So, you know, so hitting a open B... See, I can, I can do it. Because yeah, a lot of rock singers and stuff with, you know, with, with that type of raspy voice, like I always wondered, like Steven Tyler, Joe Cocker, all these guys, right, with right, that right, kind right. Of voice. Mm-hmm. Is it a damaged vocal cord that it gives is. them that sound? Most and likely. They, it as is, they get older, they're, they're singing digresses more than more than you know right. getting better. Yeah. Well, what happens? And well, the Hala doctor uh, explained it to me. He goes, you know, it's it's been rubbing for so long, and so you you create a callus. You know, so um, so the, I go and check it every so often. He says, you know, the thing is, it doesn't really bother you anymore. It's it's it like you've kind of outgrown that thing. <laughs> you work says, your way around it. Yeah. Basically. He says, you know, you know how to use it. It's a muscle, so you know how to use that muscle. You know, it's like when you come out of when you wake up, you're not going to run a hundred yard dash in record time. You, you got to warm up. Same thing. I don't just go and sing. I warm up. And allow my voice to get used to, like, mm. yeah. Mm. That is a very important thing to do. I tell people this: don't just get try to sing. That that's a that's a big mistake. Were you always warming up even at a young I age? I always warm up. You and warm I up. warm down nah. too. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> and I also warm down once I'm done singing and at the at the end of the gig, driving home, I just warm down, and so I just I just try to be consistent with my voice because it's. It's a part of me, but at the same time, you got to take care of it. If it's going to take care of me, I got to take care of it. So we're, we're familiar with warming up, but mm-hmm. how do you warm down? Well, you just again, you you don't you know sing those high notes. You know, you just kind of like um, say like you know I've been singing, pushing the whole night. Yeah. You know, and um, so when I get when I'm done, I'll just sing low notes, um, just regular notes not scale stuff but just um like la just let my voice kind of ease off and kind of relax you know because mm. you know throughout the whole night it's, it's just yeah because it's you know you're putting out i mean john mm-hmm. you i mean you wow. know how that is when you're putting out you're putting out a lot um people don't understand it they, they think we make it look easy but it's it's a lot of work when you mm. got to actually entertain people Devin, you know the same thing. I mean, mm-hmm. when you got to entertain people, by the time you're done and you go back, go home, you're spent. Mm. Well, that's why, like, I always marveled at John Cruz because that dude would, like, play hot lava <laughs> from 9 p.m. till 12 p.m. Then he'd go out and karaoke after that and, like, just be singing, like, Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> and then go home and, you know, sleep for a few hours, wake up at noon and, you know... And in all that, he's, you know... And he's not warming up he's, or he's warming down. He's at the bar. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, how does this guy, like... Yeah. It's like a machine, yeah, you know? You like, gotta, yeah, you got to take care of your voice because eventually it catches up to you yeah. if you don't. You know, um, 
like anything else, you deteriorate. I mean, you look at guys that lift weights. My dad used to do the uh, lift weights. He was in real good shape. Then he stopped. Then he became real flabby, and you know, mm-hmm. like I'm like, wow, yeah, kind of like me. You, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're so skinny, man. Like I wish I was always thin like you. Oh. <laughs> when John lift weights, you can see every muscle in his body. <laughs> Yeah, I was getting in shape this year, yeah. but then I got lazy. <laughs> yeah. So much for that train. Okay, so so <laughs> y- you so everyone kind of went their separate ways. Greg, Mackie, you, and where did you end up playing? Because like, you've kind of just been one of these guys that's always been in the scene, always been, but not. I mean, with Five Hundred Five, that was that was a band that I like attributed to well, you. See, I was already back home because as soon as oh, I graduated, right. you went away. Right? I moved to the mainland. That's I was right. on the mainland, and I was on the road for. Ten and a half years. Wow! So I traveled. And, was five, um, five before or after Crush? Oh, when, when? Uh, oh, after uh, after Crush. I was with Crush from uh, 82, uh, 82, 83 to uh, the ending of eighty four. Okay. Yeah, um, it was great. It's great experience, but it was it wasn't for me. You know, I'm, I mean, they were they were amazing. They're, they 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 were an amazing show band, um, but. I, I just wanted to do something different, you know, just, uh, so yeah, so when I graduated from high school, I moved up to the mainland, I moved to Dallas, Texas, and um, uh, I w- actually I went up there with a group from, locally from here called the Laughing Kahunas, long time ago, Laughing Kahuna. way, wow. way, way back, that was, that was our, the, the OG show kind of band, show band, hmm. and so that's what I did, but, and um, so we were up in Texas, Dallas, and um uh, this singer, the manager that that brought us up there, his uh, girlfriend was a um, country singer, and so she she goes, I want that guy in my band. Mm. So um, so when we came back home, he came, he flew here to to talk to my parents mm. to to say because I was still you know I was eighteen, mm. so mm. said you know um, we want to bring him up to the and so, you know, my, my parents gave him permission. And, of course, you know, mothers are they are. She goes, if anything happens to my boy, <laughs> I'm coming after you. <laughs> but uh, so I went up, back up there and we traveled. I traveled with them. It was a con- uh, country band, um, country rock. And uh, we did a couple of stints on Hee Haw. I don't know if you remember wow. that. Nice. Yeah. Wow. So you guys did original music back then, with the Laughing Corners? Uh, no, no, no. The so Laughing Corners is, is just a show band. Yeah. Oh, with the country lead. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. the country band was the or, it was some major, majority was original, and uh, so yeah, we did. I did that. Um, did that for about a year and a half, and then um, I just decided to play with a group called Tobacco Road, which is a really, really, really good band. I mean, um, the musicians, the drummer ended up playing with Chuck Mangione. Wow. Oh. The bass player ended up playing with a group called Oingo Boingo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't even remember those guys. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, and then the uh, uh, keyboard player ended up playing with uh, uh, Tierra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, the, the band that we had, we'd play at the, at the Red Onion Clubs in California. And at any night, you would see, um, people would come watch us play. Uh, you would see some guy from Earth, Wind, and Fire, they would come down. Rod Stewart, Lionel Richie, those guys would all come down and hang out, you know, with us. And and uh, 
and there would there'd be like their relaxed time to come watch sure, bands and stuff. Sure, sure. So that was a fun time, you know, crazy time um, for me. Uh, but again, the reason why the one of the ma- major reasons why I wanted to move up there is I wanted to learn more about music. I want to learn a little bit more about myself and and grow, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so even like when I came back and and I did Miley um, uh, Lay that song, mm-hmm. it has a rock feel to it. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And so that was written by Eddie Suzuki, who gave me my first start in music uh, professionally, and. Uh, so I asked him if I could do the song, you know, because it was never sounded like that. So he, he gave me permission. And so when I did it, um, they're like, wow, really interesting, you know, um, arrangement. So I said, I wanted to give a kind of a rock feel to it, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, yeah, and it, it did well. And so, yeah, I, I, I just love music. I, I still am reinventing myself every day. So, Well, you, you've mastered the art of... Um programming and stuff and being able to do like a one-man show and all, I, <laughs> I you, try I mean I, you know I'm younger than you but I can't there's too much technology for me already like it's passed me by I can't even figure out how to work all that well stuff. I, I I'm, I'm I know very little about it you know but I make it work you know I I don't go over crazy over um with pedals and stuff like that I I do the basic things that's gonna make I'm a I'm a sound freak I like I know what I want to sound like musically. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, so w- when it comes to, to, to the, the music music part, you know, I just want to make sure that it's it's a consistency. Um, I just feel it's important um, to have integrity in the music. And so um, I try to, anytime when I write uh, original stuff, I, I put a little things inside there that, the music. I do something for the musicians that they go, "Wow, that's unusual. You went to that chord or whatever." Mm. It's a little, it's a little thing that I do with all my songs, and so um, and you'll hear it in all the songs, and the especially the musicians will pick it up and, "Wow, you you, you did that, <laughs> and you still kept the same melody line." I'm like, yeah, so, yeah, that's cool. But it's fun for me. I, I like the challenge, and I like being fresh. In in and again, I'm still learning. But I, the thing about Ben though is that his his playing like your guitar playing is just so tasteful oh, thank and like you. um you know it's not you can tell you're not playing to show off you know and, and that's why so when i was working with island groove aaron kimura yeah, back yeah. in the early 2000s we did a bunch of production and if we ever needed guitar parts it's like oh let's call ben because ben could hear the song and fit perfectly like you would you wouldn't just play over everything you know well, all these hooks, like if you listen to Keahi Vai, that, that record is all Ben's like <laughs> hooks, you know? And, and that, that's, what's, that's what I, I like about your style. Oh, you know? thank you. Well, you know, the, the way I feel about when it comes to other people's music, and when, first of all, I always feel honored when they ask me, like, wow, this is cool, you know? Um, the first thing I do, it's, um, I look at it from this perspective. It's like a... a a, you know, a boxing match. You know, the ref, a good referee, you'll never see him. Mm, you know, yeah. he'll break him up and get out of the way. Mm-hmm. And I, that's my whole thing: is just do what is necessary and get out of the way. So I try to make it less is more. At the same time, there's a reason why this part is in there. And so, uh, 
the first thing is I, I let the music speak to me first instead of me trying to speak to it. You know, that's that's the wrong way of approaching. That's the way I think. You know, it's like um, like like you say, Kiai even their um, uh, the song "Fallen." You know. Oh yeah. When Aaron right. called me, he goes, hey, "Can you put something?" I was like, "So I said, well, send it to me." You know, so I can take a listen to it. And I, oh, I think I hear something inside there. And I said, it's real basic, small, but it's gonna be a. So I try to write the, a hook, you know, um, so that it's something. Pe- it's memorable. Yeah. You know, if, if you think about Michael Jackson, sometimes you just gotta hear the drums. Yeah, you yeah. know exactly what song is coming up. Yeah. Same thing. I try to be when I do write something that it's it's gonna. I know exactly what song that is. Mm-hmm. You know, I did that with Miley Lee. I do that with Puanani. They all have their introductions and they have their hooks to him. So when you're younger, who was your musical influence for like vocal and who was your ah. musical influence for guitar? For guitar, um, man. Um, there was so many good guitar players. Um, I mean, I, I learned, my dad used to play a lot of this older, you know, so I, I used to listen to a lot of old, old guitar players. Like, um, you, you don't even, some of these guys you don't even know. I don't even know them personally, but they um, their style of playing was like crazy. You know, Les Paul mm-hmm. and, and um, uh, uh, Wes Montgomery, mm-hmm. those guys, I mean, George Benton followed after Wes Montgomery, mm-hmm. that kind of style of playing, you know. Um, and so those are the kind of people that I listened listen to. Um, and then I listened, because again, I just started off playing electric guitar, not acoustic. I only started playing acoustic guitar when I started working with Myla. Mm. You know, mm. Myla, who's a fantastic singer. I mean, yeah. she's amazing, you know, and so... Um, I just saw that I'm going. I can't play electric guitar with because we, we when we first started, that's what I was doing electric guitar. I'm going, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't breathe right. Doesn't feel right. Yeah, it's all the right correct notes, but just didn't sound right. It didn't envelop what our sound was going to be. So when we um, uh, went to Kauai where we first started, um, she was like 19 years old. You know, and, and I, I said, we're going to go to Kauai. We're going to go work on our sound. And so, so I said, I'm going to get an acoustic guitar. And I'm going to start playing acoustic guitar. So that's what it is. And it's a totally different animal. Yeah. People think acoustic and electric is the same. It's, it's tuned the same, but it's totally a different yeah. approach. And most I people mean, start John off can with, tell you this. Most yeah. people start off with acoustic and then go to electric, yes, right? Yeah. You went opposite. I went opposite, yeah. So, you know, I really wanted to get, so I'm still learning, and I want to get good at playing acoustic guitar. So I, I gave a lot of, <laughs> I love what you know, I said, I get good playing yeah. acoustic yeah. guitar. Yeah, I really, I mean, but there's so many, I mean, there's so many good acoustic guitar players here in, in the island. I mean, like, Imua Garza, that yeah. guy's oh, yeah, I guess yeah. I'm crazy awesome. He's really, really great. I, I knew him since he was a little kid, and I just knew, again, I'm talking about passion. I knew he was going to be humongous, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Zanuck, you know, Lindsay, yeah, he's, he's yeah. another great uh, guitar player. Yeah. Uh, he can play electric and acoustic. You know, th- again, there's so many uh, great acoustic players. Jeff Peterson, he's another one, just different level. You know, Ledward Kaapana, uh, he's just, all those guys, they're just amazing 
Um, and so I, I, I enjoy watching these guys because they, they inspire me to, to be better, you know, so. And John, you are no slouch either. You're, you're, uh, yeah. He's gotten, he's gotten better. I've gotten better. <laughs> you know what blew me away? I, I got this, this something real, you know, okay. off the beaten path, is, but still about music, is I remember when I first heard you sing, I'm like, that face does not match that voice. <laughs> Everybody said that. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, man, he can sing. Listen to that voice. I just loved your voice from the get-go. <laughs> do, do you remember um, the 4th of July thing we did together way back when we started? Well, when we started. Refreshing my yeah. mind. I, you know, you were one of the first guys that we sat down and like, oh, that's Ben Vegas. Like, he's somebody, you know? And we're all sitting there, and you're telling us these stories and giving us advice and stuff. You don't remember that? I do, kind of, yes. Yeah. Yes. You, you're one of the first guys that, that l- would, like, talk to us, you know? <laughs> I remember now, yeah. But I think it was you, you know. Someone told me. It's so I, funny because I remember someone telling me, um, be careful about who you surround yourself with and how you guys interact because... I don't, I've never seen anybody leave this business without a bitter taste in their mouth. And then I remember sitting in the recording studio later going, ah, we all friends. Like, what? This not going to be anything. And then we don't speak for 14 years, you know? <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, Ben was right. You know, kind of no, I've, I've, I've seen it all. You know? yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so, so prophetic. That's, that's, but that's the thing is that most of the people that do know me, um, they know this other half. Like, even like with Myla. Been with her for twenty years. Yeah, I said, Mila, I had another life that you don't even know about. You know, yeah. I used to travel with Olivia Newton John. You know, I played guitar with her, and for Stevie Wonder, we were getting ready to go on to Saudi Arabia to do a concerts over there. You know, I got hired to do some stuff over there, mm. and so so. And then um, um, you know, uh, Tina Turner. You know, uh, all these different people I got to play with, uh, Ray Charles, which was a great experience for me you know this these are people i got to literally talk with hang out with play with and learn from mm-hmm. you know it was the coolest thing and uh what wait, what was what was all that for it was this just being with, in the main band we need a playing, guitar player with, and no with playing in that country band that would we yeah, yeah, open yeah. up for the concert all for some guys? of these people yeah because oh, that was they were popular so my opportunity came with Ray Charles is his guitar player went down and he said, you know, can you play? Can you sit in? I'm like, sure. I said, I, I don't read music, but, you know, so I said, but I'll listen to it. And, you know, and so, you know, I'm sitting right, I'm standing right here and Ray Charles Jeez. right there, wow. you know, and they're playing and, 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 and I'm like, wow, this is so cool. But I was <laughs> I was too young to be like nervous. I wasn't nervous. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know what you don't know. Yeah. yeah, I was. I don't know, young or stupid. I don't know, you know. And what, what's the story with Stevie Wonder? Well, they did a thing. They were doing a, a, a an outreach thing uh, for the um, military, and so we were getting. And the guy that actually got me involved there was Dick Jensen. He said, "Oh, yeah, oh, Dick yeah." Jensen. So he goes. Um, Stevie Wonder's coming to town. He's looking, you know, we want you to want to put something together to do a, a thing. They're going to be taking people from here, from the mainland, and they're going to be going, we're going to go to Saudi Arabia. 
So we started rehearsing some stuff, and um, and just before we we're gonna leave, they they just shut it down completely because oh. there was uh, uh, too much unrest going on oh. in Saudi Arabia. So they said it's just too dangerous to go at this time. That makes so, sense. Yeah. So, but yeah. So that's how I got to actually meet him, and and uh, and uh, uh, again, awesome experiences. Um, you know getting to meet some of these wonderful people the pointer sisters you know again olivia newton john who's of course just recently passed away but um what a sweetheart that's another person that's just i mean just to be around these people is like and then not all these people are the nicest people in the world either (laughs) she was really really super nice but i mean was this pre-greece or after greece after no, I'm sorry. You mean uh? Olivia Newton John. Oh no, no, before Greece. This before is Greece. way. Yeah, this is before Greece. Oh, and she was just singing. She was yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was just singer. she just came from Australia, and uh, yeah, and so it was yeah it was a great experience. Um, and her band was like crazy awesome that she had. That's right. And she was doing country at the time, so mm-hmm. that would make sense that your band would be yeah opening mm. for her. Yeah. Mm. No, no lots actually, of, I'm old too. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut my arm off, you see the circles. <laughs> but yeah, so it was, it was, um, I really am grateful. I mean, every day I just, I wake up just as grateful as can be because of all the wonderful experiences I've, I've had. Um, and the, f- the fact that I get a chance to share some of this stuff is, I don't share a lot of this stuff um, because uh, I, I don't like to make like, oh, I'm bragging about it. I, I'm just honored that I had that experience. And yeah, man. I learned a well, lot Well, it's pretty it. amazing that a local musician would be able to get all this experience while being up there. You crazy. Know? It was crazy. And it was, it was a, one of the best opportunities. And well, well, what made you move back? Uh, I studied well. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's another story. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. I started yourself getting too burned much. out. Oh, um, burned out. Burned out, and um, and being as candid as can be. I mean, because I got nothing to hide. You know, I started doing drugs and stuff like that, and it was taking an effect on me. That um, heck, man! I used to party with uh, David Lee Roth, and just uh, we used what? to get stupid. We used to get stupid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like crazy stupid. You know, I mean, just, yeah, I, I, I really did a number on myself and um, uh, I regret a lot of things and I had a lot of great opportunities to do some pretty big time stuff. But over back there, but then, that it, was a scene and it was considered normal. It was normal, crazy. You know? It was, yeah. but you know. This is your cocaine. But yeah. this is why I I am I, so um, adamant when I talk to people and when I talk, like even when I talk to you guys, you know, I'm like, because I know what the outcome is. Yeah. There's no other outcome but that. Mm. You know, and so I try to tell people, you don't want to do that. You know, you just, you, you're throwing away your life. And I think I might have thrown away like almost a good seven to eight years of, of good quality. Mm. You know, um, uh, again, when I was at the, the, the group that I was in with Tobacco Road, we got um, signed by United Artists uh, to do some stuff, and then they wanted me to do a solo thing. Wow. And they gave me, um, they said, hey, we'll offer you this much to, to, to do this. You know, we'll get you on, back then it was called the Midnight Special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said, we'll get you, you know, we're, we're going, you know, that's, that's, that's the beginning of manufacturing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and so I turned them down and 
You know, I remember them like, are you crazy? I said, no, there's something inside of me said, this is not for you. Mm. This is going to actually destroy you. And I literally had a couple of my friends who were OD'd from drugs mm-hmm. that literally a couple got actually did die in my arms wow. you know and at that was it a that woke me up and i said i had enough of this so i decided i stopped music for a while came back home stayed in palolo with my parents and uh just did nothing for a year and a half and just just took it easy and just uh just tried to settle my mind down and everything about you know I, I, I really um, wanted to get grounded again mm. which I think you did because uh, <laughs> I look at Ben as like the most grounded one of the <laughs> most grounded guys in the business you know mm-hmm. always dependable <laughs> plays well you know like shows up on time well that's, that's you, you need to you know again I don't care how talented you might be if your word is not good, if you don't show up on time, you don't, you know, follow through. Your yeses should be yeses, and your no should be no. I tell people, no is a complete sentence, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, and but the thing is that, you know, again, if your word is not good, nothing else is going to be good. So I try to live by that standard, and um, it's been working well for me. So yeah, yeah. Well, okay, we're, we're kind of in a weird position here because I know you're on a time crunch and uh, we, we definitely want to have you play something oh, before yes. you go. But, but, but we have one more question before we, sure. we end this portion of the, the podcast. So, Music Channel, we have this music question. If you were stranded on a desert island for all of eternity and you could only take three albums with you to listen to for the rest of time. No what? best of or live Yeah, no best of or lives. Wow. Well, the live you could do. Why right, live is best of? I know, but that's true. But Most it is. Of the time it is. Wait, wait, he'll he'll figure something out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Okay. What would those be? Stevie Wonder, songs in the key of life. Mm. Mm. That's like the most common. Yeah. yeah. Stevie Wonder yeah. one. Yeah. Um, it's good though. Definitely the Eagles, which is my all-time favorite band. Mm. Uh, what I love about them is this: they just you watch them perform and. They're still at 100 years old, I think they are. <laughs> but they just, they still sound great, they play sound exactly great. The same. They don't need half naked women dancing, yeah. pyrotechnics, and they just go up there and play music. And well, what's crazy is, yeah. to me is how did they get, because every guy is talented, every guy can sing, and there's like five of them. Like, how do you do that? Usually, you know, there's, you know, there's guys that are, they can play pretty well, but they don't sing, or, you know, there's whatever, but. All of them. It's an all-star band. Man. Well, yeah. Well, they were actually. Uh, that's originally uh, Linda Ronstadt's band. Yeah. Mm. You know, uh, I got to meet her too, and I mean, this. You know, back in, uh, in, I got to hang out with them in Tucson, Arizona, and and uh, yeah, just did just all good. I mean, can you imagine? Normally, <laughs> you have a uh, guys quit the band, and the, you hear the drummer goes. I got some tunes. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. But you know, it's it's, well, it's, it's Don Henley. Don Henley. Story, right? I mean, that guy is look at his his voice, ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and I mean, Glenn Fry. You know, kind of like got a Don Henley kind of voice. Yeah, like I've the been Don told Henley that. of Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except he doesn't play drums. Well, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no. that's that's yeah, the other right. album that I would have. Which Death album though? Eagles. That's a tough one. Oh man, every single one of their albums. Just <laughs> 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 but I'm gonna take no, no. But I'll, I would probably um, 
the one with the um, long run. Oh, the long oh, run, the long run album. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my third choice for an uh, it'd be a toss up. It'd be really a toss up. It would be between um, <sighs> Sting. Hmm. Um, um, I really like his uh, his approach of of Actually, Sting without sting? police or right. police with Sting. Um, the police is great, but uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, either one, but they that so I would say something like that. Okay. Nothing okay. like the Sun or Dream of the Blue Turtles. Yeah, Dream of the Blue Turtles is a good album. Yeah, man. yeah. S- so good, so good. Okay, so we're gonna stop early here. We're gonna get Ben on a guitar, and um, maybe we'll post this to YouTube as well. Yeah, oh, but, but, cool. Uh, but well, we'll do we'll do one YouTube and then one. We'll yeah, do, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Do Patreon. All right, Patreon okay. only. Because okay. we gotta hook up the Patreons. So. <laughs> okay, so we'll be back. See you. What about what about okay. favorite Eagles song? Okay, Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If, if I can't follow, I'm just gonna make myself super soft. Okay, let's do. Okay, let's do. Um, one of my favorites uh, in G. Talking about, I was talking about warming up and warm up. So it's not a good thing to do, kids. Don't try this at all. I'm I'm insignificant. the 
then, baby, there's nothing I wouldn't do. Now I found you, there's no more emptiness inside. When we're hungry, love will keep us alive. When we're hungry, love will keep us alive. When we're hungry, love will keep us alive. man your voice is so unique it's so <laughs> it's such an interesting tone to it yeah wait my, my rod stewart what was he saying huh? sting he's a sting of hawaii sting sting of hawaii yeah or don ben Henry. is there a song that people would be surprised that you know that i know that you like that you enjoy performing but maybe people go huh i don't want to talk about um, was, well, there was one song I really liked, but I mean, I played at my gigs, um, Change the World. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> if I could reach the stars. Down for you, shine it on my heart so you can see the truth that this love inside is everything you see. But for now, I find it's only in my dreams. Change the world I would be the sunlight in your universe You would think my love was really something good Maybe if I could change the world I love you, this 
It doesn't matter what oh, guitar Ben's no. playing. It's gonna stop. Jesus, that was yeah. amazing. Uh, that was that was. I, I had to stop. I had to stop. <laughs> that was yeah. When you hit a certain note, Sean just went, and he just stopped playing. Okay. I was like, okay. He's a, he's a, we just all just sitting there watching. That was awesome. There's man. another guy that's one of my favorite. Uh, Eric Clapton is oh, yeah. just oh, yeah. hands down songs, one of the best guitar players around. So Joe Walsh is another guy. Just so yeah. Wow, well, Ben, yeah. thanks, man. This is uh, oh, thank you. I'm great. so honored and so blown away. I wish away we had more time. We'll do this again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. we gotta get we gotta get part two, bro. More stories. <laughs> 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 we only got up to like David Lee Roth. We'll do the sequel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sequel. Okay, okay. So to our to our, uh, we'll put this on YouTube too. We'll yeah. Just do the whole thing. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Let's share with the world. Score, bro. No, but I, in all sincerity, I mean, I'm. Anytime I get to um just share with with anybody um my passion you know because it's again i'm i'm constantly learning and growing and, wait, and you, you are teaching now too right i'm not as i'm not as much very anymore. rarely now uh, because it's just i'm kind of busy with um working on trying to finish up this project that i'm oh. i got doing but um i'll probably start up again soon uh uh Probably just guitar, not ukulele. Mm. I, I was teaching a little bit of ukulele too, but it's just um yeah, it, it's just it's that that's another thing to to uh, to do, but it's just it's very time consuming. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, but I enjoy it. it. It's again, anytime I get to share uh, with anybody, you know, uh, music. Uh, again, it's 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 a language that I think reaches everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. But thank you so much. Thanks, man. That thank you. Cool. Okay, we'll see. We'll say goodbye to everybody, so we can get get Ben out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Later.